This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today at episode 167 is going to be from John chapter 10, verses 11 through 15. Jesus is the Good Shepherd. John chapter 10, verses 11 through 15 read, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the Good Shepherd. And I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd. He is not just a hireling. He is one who cares for the sheep. He is never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. He's always going to be there when we need him. All we have to do is turn to him and look to him for guidance because he's always going to be the one that is leading us. He is never going to leave us when we need him. If we need someone to lead us, he is going to be there. Notice in verse 12, it says, But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf is coming and danger is coming to the flock. But the one who does not own the sheep, he's going to run away. He's not going to risk his life to protect sheep that are not his. But the good shepherd is not going to do that. He is not going to leave so that the sheep are scattered. He's going to stay there. He's going to fight. He's going to help them get through all the problems that are coming their way. No matter what the problems are. If it's a bear, he's going to kill the bear. If it's a snake, he's going to kill the snake. He's going to be there for the sheep no matter what the situation is, no matter how dangerous the situation is. In verse 13, it says, The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. We can expect the good shepherd to lay down his life for the sheep, because that's exactly what he did. When we were without strength, Christ died for us. While we were still his enemy, Christ died for us. He laid down his life for us. Going all the way back to the garden, when sin came into the world, Jesus understood that he was going to have to die for his sheep, and that's exactly what he did. In dueness of time, Jesus came into this world. He lived the perfect life so that he could be our sacrifice. And then he went to the cross to die for us so that we could have entrance into the sheepfold through the door. In Genesis chapter 49 and verse 24, the Bible says, But his bow remaineth in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. God has always been his people's shepherd. He's always been there for them. 
All they had to do was rely upon him, and he would have always fought their victories, their battles for them, and gave them the victory. Israel left their shepherd. This is why Israel had so many problems throughout their life. It's because they would constantly leave the comfort of the sheepfold in search of something else. And God is the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. He would have taken care of them if they would have simply relied upon him. He would have shown them green pastures. He would have led them to water. He would have fed them. He would have made sure they were taken care of. They were protected from the wolves. He would have done everything for them if they would have only allowed him to do so. In Genesis chapter 49 and verse 24, but his bow remaineth remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. God would have always did this for Israel if they would have allowed him to do so. In Isaiah chapter 40, verses 10 and 11, the Bible says, Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those who are with young. God would have always been with Israel. He would have always taken care of them. He is the good shepherd. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those who are with young. What a wonderful picture of God here, feeding his sheep, making sure that they're taken care of, making sure that they've got a place to sleep, making sure that all the enemies are kept out, the wolves, the snakes, whatever is coming to hurt the sheep, they're going to be kept away because God's hand is strong and his, his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. If we will just allow him to lead us and guide us, his reward is with him. He will take care of them. He will make sure that nothing can harm his people as long as they look to him as their shepherd. In Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 19 through 25, And as for my flock, they eat what you have trampled with your feet, and they drink what you have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep, because you have pushed with side and shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns, and scattered them abroad. Therefore I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be a prey. I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will establish one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. My servant David, he shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and cause the wild beasts to cease from the land and they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. God was going to take care of his people. The 
enemies of his people were trampling their, them, and they were overrunning them. In verse 19, And as for my flock, they eat what you have trampled with your feet, and they drink what you have fouled with your, with your feet. God was not going to allow this to continue on with his people. In verse 20, it says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep. I'm going to take care of this situation. I'm going to be a shepherd to them. And you're only going to be able to hurt them for so long. And I'm going to put my foot down and it's going to stop. In verse 22, it says, Therefore, I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be a, a prey. And I will judge between sheep and sheep. And so the good shepherd is going to take care of his sheep. And he's going to make a judgment between the people that are harming his sheep and the people that are taking care of his sheep. In verse 23, it says, I will establish one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them. My servant David, he shall feed them and be their shepherd. And so God is going to make sure that they are taken care of. He is going to establish a shepherd over them. And I, the Lord, will be their God and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and cause wild beasts to cease from the land. And they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. They will have safety no matter where they're at. And this is true of us today as well. If we will simply look to the Lord, we can have safety. Even if the world is taking advantage of us, if we have been Christian, if we have allowed Jesus to be the good shepherd of our lives, then in the end, we're going to be able to sleep in the wilderness. We're going to be able to sleep in the woods. We're going to have safety no matter where we're at because we're going to have this peace that surpasses all understanding to guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When the world is persecuting us and we're living godly and rejoicing because we're living godly and suffering for Christ, the reward of heaven will be the most wonderful thing. God will lead us to a place where there will be no more tears and suffering. In Psalm 23, the Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever." If we allow the Lord to be our shepherd, we will not want for anything. Even if this world takes advantage of us, even if we die penniless to our name and go to heaven, we will be the richest person that has ever lived. And God, as our shepherd, will have led us home. He makes me lie down in green pastures. We will have green pastures. Even if in this world we have trouble, we will have green pastures in heaven if we'll follow the good shepherd. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He, <clears throat> he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. No matter what this world does to us, if we're living righteously, God's going to take care of us because he is the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd and he knows his sheep, and he knows how to take care of his sheep. We have to trust him. Even when it seems that the everything is going wrong, 
and that nobody cares for us, God still takes care of us. There's going to be suffering in this life. Yea, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. That is just the truth of the matter. If you want to follow Christ, you're going to suffer from the world. But he is going to take care of his people if we allow him to lead us in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You see, even the psalmist understood that there was going to be problems in this life, that this life was not going to be perfect. But, he says, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We have to allow God to comfort us, even through the hardest of times. Even when it doesn't seem like there is any comfort, God has to be our comfort. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. God prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Even when our enemies seem like they're overrunning us, God is still going to take care of us. There's still a heavenly reward awaiting God's children. And he is going to overrun our cup. Even when it seems like our cup here on earth is empty, if we die penniless to our name, but yet we have remained faithful to God, there's going to be a crown of righteousness, and our cup is going to overflow. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We have to have that understanding that we're going to dwell in the house of the Lord no matter what. Jesus is the good shepherd. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23, Therefore I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. We have to recognize Jesus as the good shepherd. And the shepherd is head of the body. He is the one that makes decisions for the sheep. The sheep don't go anywhere without the shepherd making the decision to lead them there. And this is because Jesus is head over all things to the church. The church cannot make any decision without first going to Jesus and allowing Jesus to lead them there, because he is the one that is in charge. He is the one that leads us to water. He's when, he is the one that <clears throat> decides when we're going to drink, when we're going to eat, when we're going to go on to the next pasture, when we're going to come in and <clears throat> go to sleep. He makes all the decisions in our life, but we have to recognize him as the good shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. 
but a hireling. He who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.